everybody, it's the Buko Boys. In the Buko Boys studio. First number 45. I am Derek DVO. And I'm Dale. And hello and welcome to another episode. And while we have your attention really quick, please hit that subscribe button. Yeah, don't forget to subscribe. Thank you, thank you. And leave us a rating. Hey, we love some five-star ratings. And we love giving five-star ratings. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of exciting things happened while uh, we were on the little hiatus again because yes. we have a new Buko member. Yes, little Buko baby, Kaliana Marie Van Otten, has arrived. It's been a week today, actually. She's a week At old. the time of this recording, we might have this come out a day or two later, but at the time of this recording, she is... One week old. She came a little earlier than expected. <laughs> so when was the due date? The due date was August 11th. And then my wife Edna uh, set up an appointment to get induced August 4th. So one week earlier. Which was, is our actually our dad's birthday. Mm-hmm. And it would have been this Sunday she would have been induced. But she decided to come a week early. So. And the crazy thing is our niece who was also had the same due date as you. Ended up yes. having hers early the day after you. Yes. Crazy so, coincidence. So Angelique and Hayden, they also pregnant our niece. And she was due also the same day, August 11th. <clears throat> so we were surprised that we were um, going to be having our baby early. So uh, um, July 24th. So in Utah, that's actually Pioneer Day. That's actually a holiday, a state holiday, uh, when the pioneers came and settled here in Utah. And uh, so she decided to be born that day. She was born at 2.19 in the afternoon. Funny enough, Angelique's baby, Viviana, was born that later the next day at like 2.30 in the morning. So they're roughly like 12 hours apart. That is so crazy. So, yeah, crazy, right? They were expected the same day. They both came early 12 hours apart, so... Crazy coincidence. And she's healthy. So thanks to everyone that was on our social media. If you want to go to my social media, D Van Otten. Our, it's all my social media. And it's in the description of the podcast or the YouTube video. Um, I put pictures out there. Edna, my wife, is doing great. The baby's doing great. Full of hair. Oh, my gosh. She's so, so hairy. Hair. <laughs> she's so hairy. <laughs> and it's funny because Angelique said... Uh, She's like, my baby Viviana, she's like, already has male pattern baldness because <laughs> her hair's kind of patchy. Yeah. And then my baby Kaliana, just full head of hair. Uh, but also Angelique and Viviana are also doing very well. And uh, she was almost a pound bigger than my baby. Oh, wow. So, but the, both babies are doing well. Both moms are doing well. And happy to report that. And my heart is so full looking at this little child you know it's mm-hmm. just it's crazy i sometimes i just stare at her sleeping and i i tear up you know it's just it's i'm, I'm gonna tear up right now thinking about it i was gonna it, say so. you think you were sensitive before i know oh my god i'm already i'm already tearing girl. up right now <laughs> thinking about it that's how ugh, i love it <laughs> <laughs> so congratulations yeah. brother thanks brother and um other things that happened the comic-con happened yeah, Comic Con happened. I was watching some of the news actually in the hospital. So Marvel, biggest thing from from Comic Con was Marvel had a bunch of announcements. Like yeah, their, for their Phase Four. Phase Four, yeah. and then kind of teasing at some Phase Five things. Yeah, so Phase Four, and the thing with Phase Four is they announced like four or five movies, four or five TV shows, or series, I should say. But there's probably going to be some stuff that kind of gets dropped in there as well. You know, they yeah, just haven't announced it. Yeah, there's going to be more stuff dropping in, uh, 
as as they come up with more ideas. Yes, exactly. And I'm pretty sure usually what happens is they threw all these ideas out. One or two might not happen. I'm sure they'll all happen, I guess, at this point for Phase 4. But some of the ideas for Phase 5, I think, that they're throwing around. I think some yeah. of these are already in the works that there's really no turning back now. <laughs> right. So Kevin Fahey, the... I don't know what his role is, but he's big. He's a big president. President of Marvel? Yeah. In the MCU? Okay. So I want you, brother, I want you to read some of these. Let's go with the movies first. Okay. Or you want to do the TV series no, first? Movies. Movies are good. Okay. Let's do movies first. You name it off and let's see what we think okay. about them. So they're going to come out with a Black Widow yes. in 2020. I'm surprised it hasn't happened yet, to be honest. It would have happened a couple years ago, but I think they kept having setbacks. And then it turned into, okay, now it's going to, I think they were going to do a TV show out of it. And now okay. they went back to a full movie. My understanding is going to be uh, history, right? It's going to start off in the, or should maybe start off in the past, kind of tell her story. I, I don't think it's even going to have Scarlett Johansson be the lead character. Yeah, because she was standing on the stage with Kevin Fahey with her Black Widow hat. Um, as they announced I heard it. some other things that they were going to be having these other women being like the Black Widow is actually just a code name, and a lot of people have that code name. Oh, cause, yeah, it's like it's like a whole Russian underground secret society of yes, women assassins spies. or something like yeah, spies, yeah, assassins, guys and girls. Interesting. Yeah. That's actually so, an interesting twist. Okay. okay, I can't remember the timeline they said it was going to be placed in. It's going to be during, I think, around two thousand twelve ish. Okay. I think I can't remember everything. I just saw this yesterday. But yeah, the stars, I don't think it's going to be Scarlett Johansson. I think it is. We'll see. We'll see. I'm we'll see. pretty I sure think... the information's already out there. <laughs> <laughs> Next one is The Eternals. Well, first, oh, Black Widow. Um, yes? No? You're interested? I'm yeah, interested. I'm interested. Okay. I'm, I'll definitely watch it, especially because they have Hopper's going to be in it. Oh, yes. Him and the Russians. What's going on with him and the Russians that's movies? Right. <laughs> yeah, Hopper from Stranger Things. He's yep. going to be. That's right. He's, he's trapped what we think might be trapped in Russia right now. And then here he is being <laughs> right, right. <laughs> in this other Russian th- fiasco was in the Black Widow. Interesting, interesting. <laughs> so the next okay. one is The Eternals. Okay. I don't know too much about <clears throat> who's going to be in this or I think um, I think this is, I think Angelina Jolie they announced was going to be in this. She might. Um, I think I saw a picture of her. Yeah, I think she something. was there at Comic-Con. Actually, she is already, I think she already has that role as one of the Eternals. So this this last Spider-Man, Far From Home, that I think that was almost like a setup. Because when you watch the trailer and um, and you see Mysterio, what, what he had done, is, you know, made it look like there's a rock person, a water person. Mm-hmm. A lava person. Yeah, they thought that that was that, gonna that, be that was going to be already. the Eternals. So I think that was kind of a hinting towards this, and that's kind of what the Eternals are. Um, no, not in this upcoming. Oh, movie. right, right, right. Oh, I'm thinking. You know what? I'm sorry. I'm thinking Elementals. Yeah, my bad, my bad. But the, I don't know uh, the Eternals either. The Eternals <laughs> are like, I think they're like all powerful type, like godlike almost. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Any, I think. Anyways, I'm not. Don't quote me on this. I'm not as big a nerd as I should be. <laughs> okay. I think this is another one that they're trying to get Keanu Reeves involved in or something. Is he, he going to be Wolverine? I doubt it. I doubt it. He's too tall. <laughs> too tall. Well, not, not that he's too tall. I think his age, too. Even though he yeah. can probably pull it off for one or two movies, by the time that they actually introduce Wolverine, it's probably going to be about four or five years. Could be. So Eternals, yeah, I don't know much about it. Um, next one is, uh, anyway, oh, before I say this, Eternals, you in for it no matter what? 
I am. Probably. I don't give a shit. I'm going to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next one. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Okay. This is going to be 2021. This is going to be 2020, and it is confirmed the Ten Rings is talking about the introduction of the Mandarin. Yeah, I was going to say that too. This is the Mandarin's going to come into place, but why now after Tony Stark is gone? That is interesting because they had they had the Mandarin in the, the in Iron Mandarin. Man two, yeah. But yeah, there was it was just an actor, and we almost kind of think they were going to scrap that idea, but now they are bringing it. So you're right. Now that Iron Man's dead, it is interesting to bring him in now at this point. And Shang Chi is like some Bruce Lee type character. I'm not positive. Yeah, he's like he looks like Bruce Lee. Like he has like that cut that like he's going to be a kung fu master, but like uh-huh. but unstoppable. Yeah, like powers. Yeah. Like Liu Kang. I don't know. I don't like, know too much about the storyline. Yeah, I don't know either. <coughs> Am I going to watch it, though? Yup. Of course, because you know it's going to be damn good. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think, so they, this is kind of what I heard, is that Tony Stark kind of made a AI version of himself like Jarvis. Okay. So it's going to be like him talking inside. Well, I think it... The Iron Heart, whoever's, they, I think they had confirmed they're going to do an Iron Heart, which no is kind of is. like another Iron Man, which could have oh. been the the boy that from Iron Man three, okay, that was at the funeral, that he might be the one that is going to be Iron Heart. I think in the comics, it was a it was a black girl that was Iron Heart, but I think where this is going is it's going to be that kid from Iron Man okay. three, and that it's going to be Tony Stark being like a Jarvis voice. Anyways, that's what I'm thinking it might be. But that's kind of weird that they are doing Mandarin now. Yeah. I think they're going to tie a lot of that to an Iron Man character. My idea, anyway. Next one, I'm kind of excited for this one. Okay. Because this kind of opens up a whole another bunch of wormholes. Is Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. To be I, honest, I didn't really care for Doctor Strange until it came out. And I was like, damn, that's pretty good. I like, I like his character now. Yeah, I didn't see that in the theater either. You didn't see that in the theater? I don't think I saw Doctor Strange in the theater. But you did see it. I saw okay, it, okay. and I think when I did watch I'm like, why did I not watch this? Story? Yeah, it was really good. I didn't really care for Doctor Strange, but I'm like, all right, I'll watch it anyway. It's Marvel. I think that was why, because I never gave a shit about Doctor yeah. Strange comic. And I never really cared about it. Didn't really know too much, but I just was like, ooh, a magician. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> didn't really know, so now I know. But um, this movie is actually going to take a turn. And be a horror movie. Oh, okay. So Marvel is kind of dabbling into horror. Hmm. I'm kind of excited for this. It'd be interesting. Okay. Um, so you know what they did on the last Spider-Man when when Mysterio was having that whole freak out yeah. thing? That was pretty badass. Right. And I think this whole multiverse is kind of do more things like that and just kind of really screw with your head. Well, they definitely opened it up in the last Avengers when they opened up basically this whole timeline, and now that could create multiverses. So it can go a lot of different ways. It's going to be very interesting. I was upset that there wasn't actually a multiverse from the last Spider-Man. I thought they were going to open up that can of worms, and then it ended up just being good good old Mysterio. Good old Mysterio, (laughs) up to no good. But, um, spoiler alert, but, um, but anyways, this one looks like it's actually happening. They really are going to have a multiverse. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. So I wonder if that's how they, they've kind of talked about maybe that's how they incorporate the X-Men. That in another okay. multiverse, there's 
X-Men instead of these superheroes. There's mutants instead of super, these other superheroes. They did that. The D- DC has done that on their TV shows on the CW, where like one Supergirl is, on, is in a whole other dimension than the Flash and the Arrow. So the Flash and Arrow are oh, in one. Earth 6 and Earth yeah, 7. And... Yeah. So, so I wonder if it's going kind of going that route a little bit. Maybe might take the light. I hope not. I hope it doesn't do that. Yeah, that'll be. Yeah, that'll be interesting. But yeah, with the new uh, Doctor Sh- Doctor Strange, yep, I'm giving a thumbs up. I do want to see it. And I think it's going to be co-starring with um, Scarlet Witch. Oh, interesting. So that's it's going to be really strange how they're she's going to be in that one and having that show WandaVision. Yeah. Still okay. don't know how that's going to play out. WandaVision being that Vision got his head ripped off by Thanos. Right. Well, you're so. jumping the gun, but. <laughs> but um, typical this guy. I'm just saying that happened when you already know. But um, then the uh, the next movie I'm also super excited for yep. is Thor: Love and Thunder. Yeah, I love that name. <laughs> I, yeah, it's kind of going. So the whole Thor Ragnarok, how that kind of. I like how the direction went on that. The directors and producers of that uh-huh. did a really good job. And then it's kind of following that same steam, you know? It kind of seems like it is anyways. It's, it's going to be good. I'm surprised Thor's coming out before Guardians because, you know, it seemed like Thor went off with the Guardians. I'm so, sure it's going to have a lot of them in this. Yeah, it could be. It'll be interesting. I know that they're bringing uh, Natalie Portman back as yes. uh his girlfriend, or I don't know if she's gonna the be the mighty Thor. She's gonna be coming back as the mighty. Yeah, Thor. like she's gonna be a Thor type of figure. So that's that's gonna be interesting. So that happened in the comic a long time ago. I heard, yeah. And so this was kind of a known thing, and it didn't. I was wondering if it was gonna happen in the in the movies, uh-huh. and then after the second Thor movie, they kind of stopped using her. So I figured, okay, they were just completely abandoning that. Mm-hmm. But no, they ended up phase four. They're bringing her back as. Mighty Thor. I wonder if she's just going to kind of carry that for a moment in the movie. Yeah, maybe or maybe like fill the void of Thor on Earth while she while he's out with the Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't the know. As Guardians know? of the Galaxy. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see where that <laughs> where that goes. That'll be that'll be interesting. So those are the movies that are confirmed for Phase Four. And then the TV shows that are coming out for the Disney Plus streaming, they have the Loki show, and so in because of the the they went back in time for the. Um, when he was handcuffed and everything in the in the Endgame movie, yeah, and he ended up getting away. This so with the with, Tesseract. Yep. So now he's gonna have his own show. It's probably another timeline that he did with that. It's gonna be interesting because if you look at the the logo for Loki, have you noticed it? It's all different character, different yeah, letter characters. Every letter L O K I is a different background, like a different. It's like a different. It's from something. You know what I mean? Right. It'll be interesting what that means. But could be multiverse type stuff related. Who knows? Yeah, because now he's he, he could be anywhere. Yeah. So obviously, I want to see this as well. And then, like I said, the Wanda Vision, where it's going to be the yeah, Scarlet be... Wish and Vision. These definitely, these two are definitely like the least interesting to me characters of the Avengers. Yeah, I've, like, I mean, okay. She's supposed to be so powerful; she could be able to take out Thanos by herself. Mm-hmm. But she just doesn't know it yet. But, yeah, it's just such... The way that they've kind of put her character in the Marvel movie so far has just been so underwhelming that I, I really don't give Maybe a shit. Maybe because there's too many of their characters. Maybe that's why. Maybe. That they just didn't really put too much into developing her yet. Which also, same, same with Hawkeye. We'll jump to that one. Hawkeye 2. They're going to make a series just for him 
also like okay i mean don't really care but unless yeah. it's going to be about him kind of bringing up his daughter to take over his his Ooh, reign my, so i wonder if it will go that route. so maybe it'll okay. be a, about that maybe it might be a little bit of backstory and then a lot of future building up his daughter to where she can just come into the movies and then they'll just drop off the hawkeye show okay i can see that okay interesting it's an idea maybe could happen we don't know <clears throat> it's another uh another one is the falcon and the winter soldier that okay. show is going to be on disney plus that might be good yeah i i wonder i don't know what they're going to do with that though are they yeah. friends? Are they going to be hanging out together? Are they going to go on adventures together? Like <laughs> maybe like it's they're their own team now. I don't. I don't know where, do, where that's you, going. I'm, I'm wondering now. Do they have their hands too full with all these characters now? Well, are they thinking? doing like all these mini teams? Is like WandaVision going to be taking place right before, like when they moved off to that other country um, before they got found by Thanos and everything? Yeah, so, is that where that's going to go? Like. I don't get it. Some of these, so I, I don't know. Like Falcon and Winter Soldier, are they gonna? Seems like a lot is happening. Uh, yeah. So I wonder if they're just mean different parts of the world, all kind of helping out, doing things. Who knows? And then <laughs> another show that uh, looks kind of cool is called What If, and it's gonna be a yeah. Marvel show all about what if this happened, what if this happened, and then it'll kind of go into play. If so-and-so didn't die, these are the events that could have happened. Yeah, or if one, one character was a different gender, maybe, or... Yeah, different, different things like that. Yeah, if Spider-Man was actually a spider-dog. <laughs> right, yeah, good, yeah. So, it's like a what-if. So, that one also seems kind of eh, seems kind of interesting. I guess they did a comic book on this series as well, like a what-if comic book, I heard is what So, they that'd did. be kind of cool shit going on there with, uh, with Marvel. Kind of excited with that. And um, another character from Marvel who's been coming out with a lot of stuff lately, Batista. Batista. So I recently watched, uh, and we, you know, we just mentioned Guardians of the Galaxy, and he was in the Avengers, and, and uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 will come out, and he'll be Drax. But, you know, he actually has a lot of roles coming up, and he's done a lot of roles not too recent as well. Like, or I should say recently, he's done a lot of new roles. So I just watched that new movie with him, and... Uh, um, Kumail and uh-huh. is Stuber. I was laughing my ass off. It was funny. funny. <laughs> it was funny. I really, uh, I was entertained. I, I, re- I really was laughing, and it was a good movie. And it's funny to see Dave uh, Batista kind of transition to an actor, you know, because I saw I, I saw the same thing roll out with The Rock. Because mm-hmm. when Rock came out with like the Scorpion King, it was bad. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Um, another another movie he did like his, his acting was was bad in the beginning, still but now kind of iffy sometimes. Still, there's there's times yeah. where it's like, oh. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you can see that, you know. But but he's the hottest action star right now. Yeah, he's and, probably the highest paid, biggest grossing. Um, and, and it, so Super is really funny. But then also Batista has another movie coming out, My Spy, in January. Oh yeah, yeah, with, with that, that little, little girl. Mm-hmm. That looks super good. It, it looks it, funny. Yeah, but it's one of those shows. I, of course, I know it's gonna gear gear towards little kids. It's geared geared to kids, yes. Because in reality, just from off the trailer, if a little kid went in there and saw a spy doing something, said, "Oh, you better teach me how to be a spy, or I'm gonna tell on you." No, that would have <laughs> never happened. 
That wouldn't right. get past. That conversation would end right there. Well, I'll tell you, most things that happen in movies aren't real, brother. So just <laughs> don't, you better keep, stop that. You better stop saying this. Keep bullshit. that in mind. That will help a lot. You better okay? knock it off. <laughs> Guns don't have unlimited bullets. All right. Whatever. Um, <laughs> so I'm, I'm looking forward to it. But you know, Batista's been in some of these. He has some good movies coming up. He's done a lot of movies. Same thing with The Rock. The Rock has done a lot of movies. Rock has some good movies coming up. We, we wrote some notes down. He's got Hobbs, Hobbs and Shaw, and Shaw this, this weekend. Yeah. Are you going to watch it? I want to watch it, yeah. Uh, it looks super, it. super corny. It does. It seems like they've A lot of action, of, though. They've, I mean, the first Fast and Furious was already kind of corny. They try to make <laughs> it somewhat realistic. Um and then the other ones just seem to get a little bit. They like they're just going a little bit over the top, a little bit more every time. And, okay, yeah, and this one, it just looks a little bit way over the top. Yeah, I don't know what route they're going with this, but I I do want to see it. Yes, I do want to see it. Um, I know he's got Jumanji two that they're wrapping up and Jungle Cruise that they're wrapping up. Yeah, it's so, kind of weird. It's. Both things kind of happening in the jungle. I think a lot of kids are going to get confused with the two movies. Well, I got confused like when we were talking about it. Like, yeah. What's the name of this again? Like it's, uh... Jumanji Cruise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, when you, when you, uh, I don't know. Like, do you like these wrestlers that are, that are transitioning from wrestling to acting? It's almost like the rappers that that transition from rapping to acting. I'm totally cool. I mean, when in the wrestle mode, they're pretty much acting already. Anyways, they're on a stage, and they're true saying all their lines. It's real. Stage. You shut up. It's real. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> and you know, John Cena is also doing that transition as well. Maybe we should yeah, bring John, John Cena into the John mix. Cena. He's got some things coming. Actually, out. he would be. That just brought up an idea. So now that they're kind of bringing in Fantastic Four and the X Men in, okay, John Cena as the thing. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit. That'd be good. Oh shit. That That'd just be good. kind of hmm, interesting. <laughs> right to Kevin Feige. Yeah, I will. Hey, just throwing this out there, free ideas for everybody. John Cena, the thing. What do you Fantastic think? Fantastic Four? Bring it in. It's happening, right? <laughs> so but that'd be you know what that'd be interesting with Fantastic Four because Chris Evans, Captain America, was was uh, The Human Torch. The Human Torch. Yeah. That one of those version one of the versions of many they had. Yeah. That'd be interesting. But well, I mean, Michael B. Jordan was also a Human Torch, and he was in Wakanda. Uh, that was bad. It was bad, but I mean, he he was yeah playing was... two parts too. Yeah. Oh, Black Panther two might be coming out in Phase Five. I know that. Oh, so, I heard that it could be Phase Four too. No, I think it'll be Phase Five. But I heard that they're gonna try to phase out uh, the Black Panther from actually doing a lot of stuff. Where sure, his sister Suri or Shuri, she'll be the next Black Panther, going out doing hmm. all the. Busy work while he stays back and just does king stuff. <laughs> Interesting. Panther stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Panther king stuff. So, yeah. So, all right. So, back to so you, you're okay with that? You're really, you yeah, like the transition? I like it. I really like it. I think it's funny. Like, it seem, always seems like with these wrestlers and their very first movies, they have to do like some suplex or body slam in to the show fight that scene. they're a wrestler. Like, don't forget, guys, my roots are wrestling. Well, <laughs> so a lot of times. Here's a suplex. A lot of times these. WWE actually has its own movie company. Yes, they do. Yeah, because right. this has been a thing for quite since yeah. Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan was doing this back in the eighties. This ain't new. Yeah. It ain't nothing new about he was dropping this. elbows. <laughs> he was a uh, what was that, Mister Nanny or something? Yeah, what was that? Yeah, I know what you. I know what you mean. Though. I can't remember. That. Yeah, I know what you mean. But um, but anyways, yeah, I'm all for it because 
They make action heroes, right? What are the, when we think of an action hero, especially from the 80s, we think uh-huh. about some big roided out dude. Right, right. And what do wrestlers look like? Big roided out dudes? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they fit right into that action hero. <laughs> <laughs> they, look, they look like action figures already. It's true. It is true. It's easy fix. <laughs> looks like my old He-Man character. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, I, I like it. I, and, and they've gotten better and they've gotten better. And so I'm... And I, mean, I, like, I like it. I think um, Batista has done a good job. I mean, even though he's kind of got, came into his role at an older age, he ha- he really has. Like you can see, like, in Stuber, like you can think he's, he's he lets his hair grow out, so he's got a lot of gray. Uh huh. Um, you can see that already. He and his character, he plays like he's like he's got poor eyesight. Like that's the character mm-hmm. he plays. He has poor eyesight. That's why he needs an Uber driver. That's why that's where Camille <laughs> comes in. So he needs an Uber driver to get places because he can't drive because he. He had to get his eyes dilated or something like that. I can't remember. It was fu- it, it was it was funny, but yeah, you're right. He he came in at an older age where The Rock came in at a good time. You know, still you know in his maybe his thirties when he started doing action movies, mm-hmm. but he's he's got a long way ahead of him, so he'll be he'll be just fine. Yep. Yeah, he's still kind of at his peak right now, so he'll still be doing well for quite a while. Yeah, and I think even with Batista peaking at the age he's at, I think he'll still have a a while before his body starts kind of having enough of it. That's a good thing about being in good shape. You can, you can, <laughs> well, you can take more. You, get, yeah. you can definitely take more. And so another recent thing, uh, changing subject, another recent thing that's happening is we're storming the castle. Area 51, just see some aliens and clap them alien cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> we're storming the castle. We're storming Area 51. Have you guys signed the petition? Who's going down to New Mexico in September? New Mexico? In Nevada, Area Fifty One. Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking Roswell. I'm yeah, thinking you're Roswell. thinking I'm Roswell. I'm sorry, I'm thinking. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. So yeah, um, Area Fifty One. You going? Hell no. So I've, I've heard of this. You heard? How did you hear about it? So I heard about it like when it first started going around. When there was only a uh, there was like a hundred thousand people so far when I first heard about it. Okay. Okay. And I was like, you guys are dumb as shit because you know damn well. The governments can see this. They know all your plans. Like, what the hell? Kind of. I don't know where I heard. I heard. I think I heard some chatter about it, and then I, and then I saw uh, our friend Chris Perea uh-huh. on Facebook that he put that he's going on a Facebook invite, and uh, that's why I was like, wait, oh, that's like a real thing that's happening. Okay, all right, it was a whole thing, uh-huh. and so, um, I told you. I mean, you already knew, but I'm saying, I was listening to one of the podcasts I listened to a lot called The Confessionals. And the kid that is doing that started this petition, he was on as a guest. Did you did you end up listening to that podcast? I have not listened to it. Okay, so he was on, and they were talking. And what he does is he has a website. It's very a lot of satire, a lot of memes, like just a funny website. And he came up with this whole. Let's storm Area 51. They can't stop all of us. And that was based <laughs> off of him seeing um, the Bob Lazar. No. So I'll oh, tell you okay. where it's from. Um, so, so he was on this he was on this podcast and Tony Merkel is the host. Mm-hmm. And Tony Merkel is asking him, Where did this come from? Why do you really want to storm Area 51? And this kid's like, No, do not storm Area 51. This was a joke. Like, this is a bad idea. Like, I don't want anyone getting hurt. Like, really, guys, don't don't storm Area 51 because you might think you're going to get into the fence, but then uh, 
you're not going far. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they can't stop all of us, but they're going to stop the good I don't think anybody chunk. would make it to the fence. Well, that's a good point, too. I'm going to say, if you get in, even if you got inside the fence, you have to get inside the building. If you get inside the building, there might be other doors, is what he's saying. He's like, you're not going far. And he's like, I don't want anyone hurt. But what he, what he did say was, you know what, though? What, because it's picked up steam like I didn't think it was going to. This picked up way more steam than I thought. What I would like to happen is maybe we turn it into like a little festival where a maybe rave. people could be like a rave, like Burning Man or something. Mm-hmm. Or but where he was going was like vendor booths, like people can can sell items and, and have vendor booths. Or maybe even a silent protest about about government transparency. transparency. You know, like maybe like a a, a, no, I shouldn't say silent, a peaceful protest to that. So that's kind of where he's kind of going. He's he's kind of telling people like, please, please don't storm Area Fifty One. Don't storm the castle here, guys. Uh, but anyway, Tony Merkel asked him like, where did you like? Where did this come from? And it's because he listened to a podcast of Joe Rogan's recently. This was aired in I think June of 2019 with Bob Lazar. Why was Bob Lazar on Joe Rogan's podcast? Because Bob Lazar just with one of, with some producer just released a film on Netflix. That's what, kind of where you were going with that. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Bob Lazar released a film on Netflix, and it's called Bob Lazar, and I don't remember the rest. Okay, Then he was on Joe Rogan's show because Joe Rogan is hugely fascinated about alien oh. life forms out of, from outer space. And especially because he, I guess, I guess Joe Rogan at one time really dug into this on his show, Joe Rogan Questions Everything. Uh-huh. I guess Joe, and I didn't see every episode of that, but I did like it, however. Mm-hmm. Did you watch it? Yeah, I did. Like, did you watch this uh, an episode about? Aliens? I watched it, but it was so. Many yeah, it was years a long ago, time I ago. Can't remember it? But you know, he was always fascinated because he, he, you know, Joe, Joe says there's always two questions we always ask ourselves. You know, what those two questions are: Are we alone? Are we alone? What's the meaning of life? What have, What comes after life? Or what's after? Yeah, what's 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 on the other side, right? So that's always the question, and we won't find out until it happens most of the time. <laughs> So, anyway, Bob Lazar was on Joe Rogan's podcast. He also released this film. Have you watched it? And have you listened to Joe Rogan's podcast? Mm-hmm. So, you've watched both and seen, you've watched and heard both? Yes, I have. Amazing? Right? Amazing. You guys need to watch. So, again, Joe Rogan's Hold podcast. On. So, do you know what Bob Lazar's job was? Well, to re engineer, reverse engineer, reverse engineer. Spacecraft the, technology. The spacecraft. Yeah. They just opened up a new facility in Utah that they are going to be doing reverse engineering technology shit. On what? They, you don't know. Okay. And it was written in a way that they're saying, this new facility is going to be doing, they named off a couple things. Okay. And you just would think, science, science, science. Okay. And they just kind of threw in the word in there, reverse engineering. Okay. But reverse engineering what? Yeah, like and, and, what you know, would be what? There's do so we many things. On, what yeah. do we have out there that we already don't know how to do? Right, we right. know how to do everything. So what would we have to reverse engineer? What yeah. do we need to learn that's already been built? Yeah, weird, right? So we have to learn some how to how something was built that we don't know how it was built. What's built that we don't know how to do? What I find was interesting is that Bob Lazar did not work at Area Fifty One. He did go to Area 51 a lot, but he worked at S- S4, which is, on the, which is in the compound where Area 51 is also. So it makes me sound, when I hear these words, it makes it sound like it's huge. So even, again, going back to storming Area 51, 
it's going to be massive. Like, where are you going to go? <laughs> well, yeah, when you think about the... Uh, You're going to walk in and be like, where do I go from here? <laughs> well, another funny thing is a lot of things that they had at Area 51, they say they moved all those here to Utah, Area 52, at the Dugway Proving Ground. Okay. And Let's so, storm it. Well, that's the thing. Everyone's talking about storming Area 51. It's like, <laughs> duh, don't you guys know anything? It's not even there anymore. It's all here in Utah, you big dummies. Old news, guys. God, you guys don't know anything. You want to storm nothing. But... um. On top of that, the size of, of Area 52 here in Utah, you could put the whole state of Rhode Island in the in Area 52 and still oh, have more that. room. Wow. It's that big. Wow. Like, even when you drive on the Interstate 80 to mm-hmm. Wendover, the next big city on the border of Utah and Nevada, that you have to drive through Area 52 land. And uh, if you look in the sky, every now and then you'll see these big giant foil blimps. Oh. No one knows what they're for. Don't you don't know what they're doing? Weather, hello. Yeah, sure, of course, because that's how we do weather. These big foil <laughs> blimps. <laughs> but um, yeah, you could. I've seen them twice. Interesting. Really weird. It's it's. What's some of the fascinating things you found from Bob Lazar's story? Um, some of like the things that are like the anti gravity things that he yeah. talked about. So basically, there's nine. He saw crafts. nine spaceships, all different. He's been inside of them and was kind of trying to reverse engineer the technology inside these crafts. What I, what I find interesting is when he went into these crafts, they're so tiny. Uh, an adult human cannot sit in them, you know? So he makes he's like wondering who's flying these objects. And of the nine, one of them, they were flying, which is what you're talking about. How it flies and floats, some type of anti-gravitational source from the ground, and that's what they're trying to reverse engineer how they can do that. And he's like, we still don't have that technology. For yeah, that. still don't. Still, this was in the eighties, and he's like, we mm-hmm. still don't. We still can't do that. We still can't re reanimate that. But they are able to turn it on and see it work. Mm-hmm. That's what's crazy. Yeah, and they were all white, just different shapes. Makes you wonder if it uses. Uh... Either gravitational pull and, and changes it. Well, I, I do remember him saying that the device that they did get to fly or float or whatever they did, it, it shot like a blue beam of some sort, like could have been like a blue flame. So it was it was it had a little bit of a noise, like a, a hissing noise as it raised. And once it was raised, he said it was silent. It was silent after that. Once it got raised. That's so badass. It's crazy, right? I mean, obviously, if you guys don't know, we believe in outer space aliens, right? I, I, the galaxy is so huge yeah, we're the only a, living creature. It's just ridiculous, in my opinion. I, I actually think that we are more or less a aquarium oh. that other life in other planets has been watching us from day one. Like Men in Black? How they do? How it was like that? Like two aliens playing marbles, and Earth was a marble. Yeah, yeah, like kind of like that. <laughs> Not like that per se, because that's kind of like your galaxy is just a toy. No, I'm thinking like more like we're like being your watched. fish tank over here. Like, like we're yeah, watching like that fish tank. Exactly, exactly like that. I don't. That, but it's that interesting. This, the planet itself was was evolving, and life was forming on it, and these other life forms found it, seeing what's the dominant creature, and I think they kind of messed with our DNA. Well, you know, because obviously there was. Hominids and and mm-hmm. you know other type of cavemen, if you will, you know cavemen like that we evolved from. Yeah, I mean it's interesting. There's there's 
cave drawings of alien type things from outer space. Yeah, that we've been visited before. I think we've just been watched since since forever. I think we, we other be... other planets could have found us during the early stages, and they just been watching since the beginning. Right. I don't think that. I'm not saying it's wrong though, but. It's interesting. I bet. You know? I bet they're taking bets on us all the time. <laughs> <laughs> like I bet you this, they're gonna do this. Let's see watch. They, let's see they fight again. Let's start a war. So, have you heard about these time travelers that have have these YouTube videos and they talk about things that have that are going to be happening in the yeah. future? One of them. I don't put much to. I them, don't so put I don't, much I don't into them either. Them. I just saw one recently that was talking about this guy and some of the things he had said had happened. Okay. And this was I don't know how many years ago that he recorded this. And he said by 2030, the whole world will be united as one with one basic currency. And the reason for that will be because we've been visited by a peaceful creatures from another planet that will unite us. And then he also said 2019 is the year that we'll start seeing them openly on a frequent basis. Like... They're just going to start showing up constantly. What do you know? Things he's predicted. I don't. Know, predicted I don't remember. I don't remember the accurate. I don't remember the all the things that were talked about that well, came through. Let's not bring up. I'm just saying. <laughs> how uh, let's watch the skies this year. Let's see if uh, things start happening. Oh well, we've talked about one of our episodes. I've seen a lot of shit in the sky already. You know, listen to. I don't know what episode that is, but the title is UFOs, and we've talked about some of the stuff I've that I've seen and you've seen and. But yeah, yeah, they said especially this time traveler had said especially 2019 is the year that that they really start showing themselves and then just be well, by yeah. 2030 we become all these things happen. I don't know what happens. I didn't get into detail. I don't really want to spend that much time into these time traveler videos. Well, then I don't really want to talk but about it well, here. <laughs> I'm just saying this this idea of aliens and okay. him this time traveler saying that aliens end up uniting the whole world as as a peaceful one nation type of it. world, nope. by twenty, we'll be alive by then, so we can actually see this go so down. Be else I'll be. Let's see. Let's we'll mark this in ten years from now. We'll revisit. <laughs> I mean, this. If you can show me the source of this guy, we'll revisit this, things this that in he's ten years. Predicted. This will be. This will talk. be in the radio waves for life, so we can revisit this in ten years. I'm going to set my calendar to remind me ten years to check this. Your time see capsule. What <laughs> yeah, let's open another time, time capsule. the time capsule for ten years. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Dylan is wrong predictions about the <laughs> reuniting, and then, and then Scarlett Johansson won't be in Black Widow. This, We're gonna look back and say he was so wrong on all these levels. That wasn't my <laughs> prediction. This is someone else's that said they were from the future. So speaking of futures, the Hold future. On. What? 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 Well, I'm, I'm still, I'm still okay, supposed okay, to okay. talk about this Area 51 and this Bob oh, Lazar yeah. guy. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So much I'm, I'm interested. Went in. off on another subject there, and I kind of forgot. Um. What were some other things or some takeaways that you got from either the Joe Rogan interview or from the Netflix show? Anything else you can remember? Um, so I heard about Bob Lazar years ago. I haven't. That was interesting to me. So I've known about him. And then when this whole thing came out, I was like, I actually thought Bob Lazar had died back back in the 90s or something. Okay. Because I remember all his stuff coming out decades ago. And then all of a sudden it's like being revisited again. Like it just happened again. And it didn't. It's just people. It's are a bringing, new show. Yeah. yeah, it's just people are bringing light to it, and like he's been flying under the radar since the nineties. Right. And this is what I'm glad you mentioned that because this is what I like about it. I don't think he's making it up. 
No, he, because he's not trying to get gain anything. Yeah, it's these people coming to him like, hey, like let's keep telling your story. He's like, I mean, yeah, okay, he's whatever. like, leave me alone. <laughs> like that's why he's been flying. He, I think he had his everything under different names, so could, people could. can't find him. Yeah, I wouldn't be and surprised. they don't they don't try to bother him. So because he even says like, please don't come into my house. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, please stop bother, bothering me. Yeah. And, and people like, in the interview they ask him like, what do you say to people that say they don't believe you? He's like, I I don't I don't care. Yeah, he's just <laughs> like. I don't care if you don't believe me. I'm not doing this for you. Yeah, and obviously, like I'm like watching his facial expressions, and I'm like, I I find him genuine. Like I just I just find it, his mannerisms just seem very genuine. He's a very nerdy guy. Like, mm-hmm. like he's a scientist nerdy guy. Like he's that's got actually what got him the job there. That's what got him the job there. He was exactly. driving. He was driving around with a little. Was it a Datsun? Jetpacked jet Honda. It was a Honda. Yeah, a little Honda with a with a jet, jet engine. engine on it. <laughs> And so he was very noticeable. Yeah. And kind of got known for being a really science techie type of guy. Right. And so he had applied it there a couple times and he was in the newspaper, I guess, for his shit that he does being weird and got their attention. So they ended up wanting to hire him on. Yeah. But it's, yeah, it's fascinating. You know, he didn't see any aliens. He did say that. I didn't see any aliens. But he did mention, I don't know if you caught this one. Do you remember how they found some of those spaceships? Oh, no, I don't remember that. An archaeological dig. Like, they're just looking, I don't know, for, I don't know, dinosaur bones. And all of a sudden, they've come across the aircraft, and there's a whole, there's a few around there. That and have all probably nine, been, who knows how long. How many millions of years? You know, who knows how long they're buried. And every one of them is a different shape. Some, he said, had bullet holes in them. So he's like, was it from shot battle? Down. Were they shot down? Yeah, were they shot down? Were, did they fight each other? Um, or were we just testing to see their resiliency, like against our ammo? You know, like he's not sure why, but he could see like, you know, bullet holes, or I, I shouldn't even say bullet holes, but like some type of holes in the craft. Damage, War yeah, damage. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, he doesn't know where they came from. That's he, interesting. I don't remember that part for some reason. You don't pay attention. I probably wasn't. <laughs> so it, it 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 was fascinating. These are all these are just some of the things that I found really fascinating about his interview in the show. Um, what is there anything else jumps that's, out? But that's pretty crazy though that they found them on archaeological digs, which means not all of them, just some. Well, some, yeah. but that just means that they've been there for hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of years to get kind of buried and forgotten. I mean, over. it could be just. Thousands, but still, still long time. Yeah, where they've had that technology, like I said, they've yeah. had ways to come visit us. I would say our Earth is fairly new compared to probably somewhere they came from. That's good. That means the sun's not going to die in our lifetime. Well, kind of the rate that we're going on, the sun won't die, but I'm pretty sure <laughs> the Earth's going to reset itself and kill us. You're coming up with that stuff. That it's going to no. happen. It's going to happen. It's going to start with the bees, man. The bees are almost gone. <laughs> so, I, I, you know, I'll, I'll tell them what the UFO story that comes to me the most. Okay, I want to tell that one. I, you know, the, even though I mentioned it, um, in case you're new to the podcast, I'll, I'll say it. You know, it was a time I was camping up in Duchesne County area, Strawberry Reservoir area. And you weren't with me, right? It wasn't you. No. Nope. Yeah, it was, it was, it was uh, Deidreen and Landon and Skyler and myself, and we're camping we're, we are having some drinks. We're at, at the campfire. We're laughing. I remember something funny was was said, and I leaned back in my chair laughing. I look up in the sky, and we're camping, right? So it is pitch black up in the sky. The, the stars are bright. 
all night long, you can see satellites and airplanes going across the sky. So we've all seen them. We've all seen satellites. We've all seen airplanes. They all move fast, yes. But they all move in one direction steadily the whole time. You already kind of know the pace, right? You can agree with me. You, you know the pace of an airplane and a satellite in the sky, right? You, you know the pace when you see it. What I saw shocked the hell. I mean, I'm getting goosebumps again talking about it. I look up, I see this bright light in the sky, and it is zigzagging. And if I gauge it from like an airplane or a satellite, it is easily moving three to five, six, seven times faster than any satellite or plane. And it's in a zigzag motion. And it's not taking a huge space up in in the sky. It's in a, you know, it's hard to gauge it. I'm talking thousands of miles distance away from me, but... It is zigzagging, and I see it pause and take off with a streak of light behind it. And my mouth's probably open, and I look down back at my friends, and we all look at the same time. We're like, did you just see that? And we all saw it. So, yes, we were drinking. Were we drunk off our asses? No. But what I saw in that sky that night really just said there's something. Either there's something out there, extraterrestrial life form, or our government really has some crazy stuff up their sleeve. And this was in the early 2000s. Or late 90s. This is like, I would say early 2000s. Oh, you know what Bob Lazar said, actually? He said something that I had heard from Alien Dave. Alien Dave's the Utah UFO guy. Okay. Alien Dave, about five, six years ago or so, said that he had saw a picture of a flying craft from a someone had taken from area 52 in utah it was like all metal chromed out looking disc Uh with a u.s flag stamped on it okay and i believe balazar was saying the same thing element 15 or something like that no about the uh the flying crafts with the u.s flag stamps on them okay Okay. he had mentioned those too and that that just kind of rang a bell in my head like oh damn so and so i mentioned that you know and balazar's thing just mentioned this not you know just recently bob mentioned in in the 80s he did mention uh a type of material that's not yeah the element element i can't remember i want to say element 15 i could be wrong but something like that they watched it under the table they said it doesn't exist they don't know what bob's talking about and then later they, they said, found the documents well they, yeah they, they created they actually created the element and then that now they made it a real thing um other things what was the element what did it do again um I don't remember. I don't remember. It was just some type of element that he that they were trying to just dismiss. They tried to dismiss a lot of things he said. One of the things they said was that the some of the devices they were able to, to turn on like a cloaking mechanism, so it was almost like see through. Oh, invisible. Yeah. Yes, basically it was like invisible. But he was like, he actually he made it sound like it was simple to explain. No, it's just the lighting, the way they did this, this, and it reflects the lighting, and now it just looks invisible. I was like, well, I don't know what you're saying, man, but. You sound like you know what you're talking about on that, you know? Oh, another thing they, he said was that they were trying to wipe him under the... Yeah, saying he the, didn't go to these that, colleges. That he didn't even exist. Like he mm-hmm. never went there. That like He's making this all up. He never worked there and all that. Well, they were trying to wipe away his birth certificate. Yeah. And his mom freaked out because she saw something about it. Like he didn't exist. And she was like, no, I gave birth to him. Yeah, so <laughs> he was proving like, no, I actually worked there. Here's documents that have my name on it with... You know, other people's names that work there as well. Yeah. And they couldn't, they couldn't deny that. 
Well, yeah, because they found like an old article and he was listed in there in the employee directory. Yeah, in the employee directory. And something else. So they're like, no, you're lying. He does work. He did that's, work there. that's a whole other story about Bob Lazar. It's interesting, right? Yeah. It's interesting. You, I want you guys to check it out. So again, this on Netflix right now, I think it was released again, yeah, was June or July or, or maybe even May. This year. Bob Lazar. Just look at Bob Lazar. It'll pop up. L-A-Z-A-R. And then Joe Rogan's podcast. That was uh, it was called Joe Rogan Experience and it was June of this year. So... So anyways, Check it back out. to the original topic of what we were talking about. Storming Area 51. Okay. <laughs> not, not Bob Lazar. <laughs> but uh, so the whole thing, that thing was just kind of a uh, joke. It was a joke. And like, if, that, if people actually were going to go to that, I probably, if people were really serious, I would have wanted to watch like a live stream of it. Just to see how <laughs> many people going to get like taken out. Because you know, and some dumbass, as soon as they touch that gate, they're getting taken out. Hey, they have signs up. If you get if you get within a certain distance, they have the right to shoot. Oh, them. yeah. Because it's private property. Yeah. <laughs> so, they will take you out. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's been like, you go first. I'll be right behind oh, you. Oh, yeah. Bro. I would just sit back and just watch it from home because I ain't going <laughs> to that heat. <laughs> so I'm put on a bunch of GoPros and do it. <laughs> so uh, <clears throat> next topic is... People are petitioning, and I know we had talked about this before, didn't we? About petitioning the Halloween. Not petitioning, but we have talked about this subject, so go on. So this is actually becoming a thing now where people are petitioning to have Halloween changed to the last Saturday of the month. I could be okay, and I could be against this. I'm kind of up in the air. Well, I've seen some of our friends on Facebook, they are not happy with it. They're like, stop making things convenient. Um, it's always been the last day, uh, October 31st. Stop messing with it. As a kid, and I know one person even wrote like, you know, everyone's done churching by like 9 p.m. anyway. Who cares? Ever since I was a kid, I always wished Halloween was like the last Friday or Saturday of the month. Yep. I always did. I always did as a kid <laughs> as well because it sucked going trick-or-treating and having to like end it early so you can get ready for school. Yeah, like I hate it. Like Halloween on a Tuesday is like the worst thing ever. Yeah, because right? you can't stay out late because you got to go to bed. Yeah, you got to go to bed. Like, you wanna, like, and you get loaded up on candy so it's hard to go to bed. And you want to just... You want to like do inventory of your stash, right? You got to, my daughter would do it. Kensley, our, my daughter Kate, she would do an inventory of her candy. So she knows if you took any? No, no, just for fun. She just wanted to see what she got, you know? Oh, just, okay. Yeah, she just did it for fun. It wasn't, it wasn't like, hey, you took my Snickers. Because oh. I definitely did. And <laughs> I had seven Snickers right down. There's only five. Yeah, yeah. What happened to those two, Dad? <laughs> but, uh, but I guess, yeah, like, I know people... I know my friends on, on social media are really against it, and I'm like, I've always been for it since I was since I can remember I've been for it. I'm at the age right now where I could give a shit. I'm kind of there. Because, um, yeah, I don't care at this age, because no one even comes trick-or-treating at my house anyways. I'm kind of tucked back where no one, I don't even get trick-or-treaters, so I don't care. I mean, I could see how people would not want to be bothered you know, on a Tuesday night after 9 p.m., because there are those kids that keep going yeah. late. And, I mean, it would be way convenient if it was a Saturday or a Friday, always, every year. I think that would be pretty damn convenient. I, yeah. I would say you don't have to change the holiday It's per se. The holiday can always stay October 31st, but just change trick-or-treat day to, oh, interesting. to the last Friday or the last Saturday. So you could always still have Halloween be the 31st, but... But how about we just limit trick or treating to this so the kids can actually spend a, 
later having fun. It's true. So Halloween doesn't change. Trick or treating changes. That's a good twist, brother. I kind of I kind of like that. You're right. I'm at, I'm kind of at that stage where I, I almost don't really care. But I don't know. Now I just had a baby, so maybe now I am going to care. Now that I just had a baby, so but that, I'll be trick or treating in a couple years. So I just gave a Halloween compromise. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Would this you guys compromise? Let's change this petition to the Halloween compromise. <laughs> but I am curious to our listeners and viewers what you guys were are more interested in. Are you more interested in leaving it October thirty first? That is Halloween, or or are you like let's make Halloween the last Friday or Saturday of the month of October? Or what Dale just suggested, Halloween still October thirty first, trick or treating last Friday or Saturday of the month. I I'm like curious. my idea the best. I always like my that's not, idea That's not the a best. bad compromise. That's not a bad compromise. <laughs> Post that on our social media. I okay. want to know people like that. Uh, me, I am for Halloween being the last weekend of the month. I like that's, my that's idea. Just I, uh, that's just me. That's uh, me. Ever Like I said, this is nothing new to me. Ever since I can remember in elementary school, I always hated it in the middle of the week. I always wanted it on a weekend. I always thought... Why is it this day? And I hated that. So that's just me. You know, I don't want to ruin any pagans' you know. fun, so pagans can still have their October 31st. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and all these Christians can go do the, all their trick-or-treating on a weekend like the good boys and girls that they are. That's a good, <laughs> good compromise. I like that. So besides that, the next little... Uh, Spooky thing to talk about is I went on, went on a little adventure. A little on, ghost adventure? A little ghost adventure <laughs> on our little hiatus that we've been on. I had to make a stop in Vegas. And while I was there, I went to Zach Baggins Haunted Museum. Yeah, so it's pretty interesting. I've, I've always kind of wanted to go to that. I've been wanting to go. I still want to go, actually. I'm so glad I went. What are the prices for that? $44. $44. And it's in Las Vegas. Las Vegas. Like, where is it at? It's North Las Vegas, close okay. to the Stratosphere. Oh, is it, is it near the not Las Vegas Boulevard? No, uh, it's like a few blocks up. It's on the. It's east. It's kind of by the the oh. pawn shop, the the famous pawn shop. Okay, it's near there, and that's up north by the Stratosphere. But yeah, this is uh, on the east side a little bit, and it's this old mansion. Okay, and it belonged to the uh, the the guy who kind of brought electricity to the city of Las Vegas. Oh, interesting. It was his mansion to begin with. That's a big profitable business, electricity in uh, Las Vegas. Right? Right. (laughs) That's a a profitable business. So this is a huge house. This is a big-ass house. I think it was like 30 rooms total. How many levels? Three. Three levels? Three levels. So main, basement, upstairs? Yes. Okay, okay. Yep, so you pretty much, everything was on the two levels, and the basement is off limits. Oh, okay, it's probably like a storage for them or something. Um, No, so the basement is pretty dark. So they said there was a lot of ritual things on the floor, a lot of paint stuff. Wait, was it abandoned or something? Yes, for years. And so a lot of uh, devil worshippers went in there to do some stuff in the basement. So a lot of things happened down there. And um, still, it's still empty down there, but I guess Zach does like some rituals down there to kind of, when he has guests over. Okay. So things go on down there. Um, I'll tell you about that in a minute. There's something cool about the basement. All right. So uh, <clears throat> the best way to go if you do want to go is buy tickets when you get there because buying them online, you end up paying like 5 or $6 more per ticket. 
in like fees, like processing yeah. fees. So and... I, I was about to buy it online and seeing what the price was, and I'm like, oh, there's no reason to have to buy online. I'll just pay when I get there. And I saw the total what would be at checkout, and then when I went to pay, I actually saved five or six bucks per ticket. All right, so pro tip, buy it there. Yeah, buy it when you're there. So uh, we get in there. No photography, no recording. You know, they want to keep it so people pay to go to see everything. That, Makes sense. It's yeah, a business. Yeah. I get it. Anyways, there were more energy there than there were spirits. There was a lot of spirits there, but a lot of retaining energy on items. Okay. And not all items he knows what's going on with them or stories to them. People just kind of send him things. And there was a... He did have a series where people were coming in with their... And they were telling people yeah. like what, he, what, it, what it was and all that. Yeah. yeah. And he would... I don't know what... I don't remember what the point of this show was, but I think people were donating. Yeah. He, people... It. He got... He had so much stuff. And he was buying a lot of stuff. Yeah. Oh, so let me just kind of give you some highlights of, okay. of what happened. Um, I'm not going to tell you about everything, but... Um, first room, there were some haunted dolls in there, um, but there was something that was sticking out toward me. And he also had a little machine you stick a dollar in and you get your fortune read. Oh. And it was Zach Baggins as the Zoltar, you know, oh, but it's Zach in his voice. So you put a dollar in and it's him talking and, that's and then like clever, waving right? over the, the crystal, crystal ball. ball yeah. It was pretty funny. It was that's clever. clever. That's clever. So, uh, but in that room, there was a doll's head, a big porcelain doll head Okay. Up. And I was getting some major vibes coming from that. Do dolls scare you? No. Me neither. Um, but there was energy coming from that, and I couldn't tell what it was. So I asked about that, and they had no story to it whatsoever. Okay. Do clowns scare you? No. Only Teddy Ruxpin? No, he don't scare me either. Teddy Ruxpin scared you. There was a time because he moved on his own. <laughs> I remember things. <laughs> but um, but anyways, there was a... There was another room that they had with another haunted doll okay. that had the spirit box connected to it. So you walk in there and you can ask it questions in the spirit box. We'll talk back to you. The only problem is the speakers in that room were not the best. And okay. so the sound of the, the spirit box making the noises it makes, it was overbearing. And you could be in the room standing next to somebody and ask a question and so could the guy next to you. And you wouldn't even hear each other asking a question. So whatever response came through, you don't know who was getting the answer. Okay. So I wasn't a fan of that room, per you know, for what that was. But um, there was the stairs that go down to the basement. We walked by and she kind of told us about the basement not being used and what has happened in the past. Yeah. As I'm staring down there, I'm seeing shadow figures walking down there. You told me. That's pretty creepy. And these shadow figures were different than any shadow figures I've seen before. Every time I've seen shadow figures, they've they've been darker than the shadows they're in. They've always been darker. This basement was dark as shit. And these, uh, I would say, shadow people were whiter. They were white. It was weird. They were lighter than, than the darkness. Which, and I asked you, I'm like, if I was there, do you think I would have seen them? And that's hard to say. I, I don't know. I was feeling them, and I was seeing them. And it was, I don't know if... You could have seen them. I, I was, I was kind of like, oh my god, I'm watching shadow people walk right now. And nobody else said anything. Everyone was staring down there. No one was seeing or saying anything. Okay. I'm the one. I'm like pointing, pointing it out, showing what I'm seeing. And uh, I see one. So at the bottom of these stairs, there's walls that go up. So mm -hmm. you can't see around the corner right. or anything. And it's so damn dark that you can really only see the walls that go 
I follow the stairs all the way down, and that's really it. I see one of these shadow people kind of halfway sticking its body out from the corner. And it's just like sitting there looking, and I'm watching it like, what the hell? And I see Creepy. it come back, and it, and it completely hides itself. And then one comes from the other side and completely walks across the stair, like walks across to the other side where the other one was. And I can see it like kind of turned looking at us as it's walking. Hmm. And I'm just, I just watch it walk across and kind of disappear off to where it goes behind the wall. I'm like, holy wow. shit. And then, you know, we move on to another room. Well, the next room we go into, I don't know what's in any of these rooms, of course. But whatever I'm walking into, there's something on the other side of that door because I can't see past the door because it's okay. opened into the room. But whatever's in there, I'm like, something is just shooting out at me. I could feel something. Like energy-wise. Energy-wise. I can feel something just kind of glowing almost, just like, boom, boom, boom. And then I peek around the door because as soon as I walk, I'm like, I tell, I'm like, whatever's on the other side of this wall, this guy's some crazy energy. And I turn around, it's, it's Bella Lugosi's mirror. So tell them who that is. So he was the original vampire yeah, from like Dracula. Dracula from the original about 1940s or whatever. Yeah, long time, long Black time and ago. And this mirror is what he used to do scrying. So he was trying to channel spirits through this mirror okay. and trying to see faces or whatever through this mirror, and supposedly had opened up a portal. Interesting. You know, and watching this stuff on. TV and hearing the stories behind it and how yeah, because he's had, cursed in the Ghost Adventures they've done this museum, and they've had people like stare in the mirror and, right, and people say they feel certain things or whatever. Yeah. I didn't feel anything looking into the mirror because I did look into the mirror. You just felt the energy off of it. I felt the energy shooting from it, walking into the room, and then they open it, and I'm looking at it, and I'm not feeling it anymore. Hmm. Maybe because I had already felt it and I knew it was there already, and so maybe I'm not wasn't paying that much feeling for it anymore. I don't okay. know. But when looking into it, I didn't feel any different. I didn't feel anything else. But when it was covered up, hiding the way it was, walking into the room, I knew it was there, and I knew it was shooting energy like crazy. Interesting. So that mirror definitely has some shit attached to it. That's for damn sure. Or just a portal. Or just that it's holding a, yeah. a portal for sure. It's, it's something going on with that mirror. But it's, what if you touch it with some selenite? I don't know. I don't know. That would be. I don't know if that would do anything. But let's go back and try it. I do want to go back there with a K two meter. Can you bring devices? They the only thing they said really is that you can't record and you can't take pictures or video. Okay. So nothing that records, but a K two meter is. If you walk around with a K two meter, I don't see that being an issue. Yeah. Um, they had uh, there was this one room. I'll talk about this one room. That room had. Some sinister, bad energy in it. Okay. Um, and it wasn't spirits attached to it, but it was just real bad energy. It was one of the sil- serial killers who had a few victims in his cabin. And what he was doing is he was kidnapping these guys. He'd do one at a time, I think, at different times. And, who was um, it? I don't remember his name. Okay. I, I can't remember his name, but what he was doing was he was pretty much handcuffing or tying these people up to this bed. And in in his cabin, and he had a stick, and the stick kind of went between their arms. Do you know where the cabin was? I don't remember okay. that either. Um, but he would beat these guys with the stick, and he would he had like tor- He would torture them with like electricity and batteries. Mm. He'd beat them with a stick. He'd sodomize them with the stick. He actually ended up killing so a couple guys. of them. It so was he, all guys. He, he was he, 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 he was gay. guys. Yeah, he did guys. Okay, got it. And um, actually, one person ended up getting away, and that's how he got caught. Wow. 
Uh, but they ended up having stuff that from his cabin in there. So the bed that people were being tied to and the stick that he was doing that with was all there. And that walking in there, that bed had was holding that energy. That bed still had human feces on it because the people were shitting all over it, you know, being trapped on there. There was human feces still on that. And, like, just that room itself, you just had all this energy. Um but I didn't even feel that much energy from... He had this one display from, uh, you know, the house that he bought, the demon house? Oh, yeah. Huh? Um, he had some dirt and some items from the dirt yeah. that was under that house and the stairs that were in the basement. And he kind of re- redid those stairs to make it look like the basement. So Yeah, because yeah, that was on Ghost Adventures, mm-hmm. too, that house. I didn't feel that much energy coming from there. I didn't feel like that episode was very good anyway. Um, it wasn't that great. But the last... The biggest thing that they had there, the biggest display was the Dybbuk box. Okay. Holy shit, that thing was shooting out some crazy So tell me what a Dybbuk box is. So in the Jewish religion, their types of demons are called Dybbuks. And so these boxes were a way to trap these demons in it. And then you have to do some type of ritual thing to keep them in it and keep them bound in there. And you can't open it and let it go or else it'll continue to wreak havoc. Hmm. Um, He's got this Dybbuk box, the whole story to the movie The Possession was okay. about this Dybbuk box itself. Um, they donated it to Zach because they were afraid that people were going to try to find it and reopen it and do bad, you know, bad by it. So they donated it to Zach to put in the museum. Um, the Dybbuk box is starting to open right now for some reason. I think it's just wood and gravity is why it's starting to open, but they it shouldn't be open. Okay. Otherwise, bad shit can get out. But right. uh, there was some definitely, definitely, definitely bad energy coming from that because if you remember they had that dybbuk box on their halloween special mm-hmm. and the goal was they were going to open it at the very end and he ended up not opening it because he was got he got too scared to open it th- yeah. so it made you wonder how dramatic it was and everything so now you're there you're saying this dybbuk box was giving off a lot of juju right just looking at it walking into the room it was shooting out like you could feel that interesting um nothing else in the room had the energy like that did and I would I would say that yeah that definitely has something in it. Okay. It definitely definitely has something. They All said right. um, that an employee there had gotten their head. It's in a big glass case, so it's a, okay. you cannot touch it. It's in a glass case. Okay. But they said one of the employees there did get their face smashed against that glass case. Oh wow. Um, the lady that was in that room with us that was doing that section of the tour. Okay, tour. Okay. Said that she had the word hate scratched into her leg. And so she does Whoa. not like that room at all. So she kind while of she was in that room, while in that Whoa. room, she did has, she like feel it, or did she just feel like a stinging? And did she? I don't know. She, she said she was feeling it, and then left the room to look at it, and it was the word hate. Interesting. Um, but what's weird is that this wow, thing, that's crazy. Okay, that this thing that's supposed to be trapped in the box is able to do things outside of this box still. Hmm. So I, I know that they were supposed to put <clears> it in this inside another box that was lined with twenty four karat gold. And that box is there on display as well because they were supposed to bury it in that and then, you know, put it in that box and then bury it. But they were afraid people were going to be looking for it. So instead oh. they donated it to, to Zach. Huh. Interesting. But that, uh, that was definitely a, a really cool experience. I would say give yourself two and a half hours there. Oh, good point. Okay. Um, and, and I would say we, I went during a busy time. So the, uh, they were doing tour after tour after tour. And they're shuffling you around in groups, so you never cross paths, but you also only have you know so much time to do this, so much time to do this to that keep things sense. moving. 
But if you were there on a day that's not so busy, like you would have more time to kind of read some of the uh, the things there. Okay. One other thing that I, I had heard about and forgot all about, and I can't remember her name right now. She was a ghost uh, paranormal investigator. Her items are on display there. Okay. Her story is insane. Hmm. She was finding how to talk to spirits on these different frequencies. She was trying to communicate. She was coming out with these different technology to talk to spirits and coming out with all these new inventions. Um, well, I guess something really crazy happened to her one night and said that she found some other type of thing and now they're coming after her. She said spirits were coming after her for something. Wow. And there was, she was not crazy. She wasn't crazy at all. She was a normal person, just was really into this. Well, she was contacted somebody and let them know that what was going on, and they just thought, you're acting weird. Stop it. She documented herself in a 24-hour period with Polaroid pictures. Okay. She went from looking normal with makeup and a happy person when this very first thing started. I don't know why she, it made her document herself, but then huh. within 24 hours, I think she took five pictures of herself, and she went from looking like a normal, what how she always looked, yeah. to like sucked in skeletal... Um, what the heck? Deteriorating, like, and then the next morning they went to go check on her because she wasn't answering or whatever, and because how she was acting that night, and she was dead. With what no way, heck? no way of knowing how or why, she was just they found her dead. Interesting. So Zach has all her equipment, and it's kind of turned on the frequencies, so you can kind of peek your head in there and huh. listen to the frequencies. That's baffling. It is super weird. It is super, super hmm. weird. So yeah, I kind of want to look into more of that and find out her name and kind of maybe talk about that whole story one day. Yeah, I'm very that, curious. That, that Weird, right? Yeah. Super weird. Hmm. But he had a lot of cool things. There was a lot of energy trapped on a lot of these items. Um, there were spirits there, and I would say whatever those spirits are in the basement, I would like to know more. Because those weren't normal shadow people. That was weird looking. So what is he doing down in the basement? Um, that's where the, he does like the he like the Halloween specials and stuff. Like when he oh. has like uh, Lady Snake or Bloody okay. Mary, you know, and they come and do these ritual things. It's always in that basement. Okay. Right. And oh, he has a, he redid Ed Gain, the serial killer yeah. that was making bo- putting body parts, you know, not body parts, but sewing skin together. Yeah. Um, his cauldron's there, and they kind of redid his cabin look inside a room. Interesting. And it, so you walk. So it was a set. One of the set creators from American Horror Story that redid that room. Oh wow, it was pretty cool looking. Okay, but definitely, I would Very say cool. people should go check it out. A lot of cool things there. I want to go. Uh, and, and I'm sure it's just going to keep changing through the years. You know, there's going to be new things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, it, what, one cool thing that they did too that they kind of changed things up a little bit. They make a little fun house. Little scary of thing with clowns. <laughs> so get ready for clowns. There's a little clown part there. All right. Awesome. <laughs> well, awesome, guys. Thanks. Uh, anything else? Um, not that I can think of off the top of my head, no. All right. Well, guys, thanks for listening or watching the Buko Boys podcast, another episode. And subscribe if you can, please. And then go to our social media and uh, follow us there, Facebook, Instagram, Buko Boys. Goodbye, everybody. Take care. Bye.